Hey, Sup, Kim? <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. I'm excited about this week's show. I am too. I feel like we have like a really good lineup tonight of stories and we, some situational stuff. So I'm ooh, actually really excited. We do. I can't wait to get into the first one specifically. But first, did you do anything interesting over this last week? Um interesting depends on what you consider interesting no i'm just kidding um just the normal stuff like i said like i'm literally 10 minutes from the beach so oh, yeah. it really takes nothing for me just to like hop over and you know go to a boardwalk or you know just do some boardwalk fries like you know like stupid stuff like that so it's boardwalk always fries. You, know, you never heard of boardwalk fries no oh. i've never heard of boardwalk fries they're like I don't know how to describe it. Like, maybe it's a Jersey thing, but you go to the boardwalk and you get fries because they're like they're fresh cut fries and like oil and they're fantastic. Okay, that sounds <laughs> a lot better than my week. I got to trek over to Eastern Washington with a buddy of mine Ooh. and pick up a truck that hadn't been driven in over two years that turned out to have over four hundred thousand miles on it, and then drive it back across a mountain pass and hope nothing went wrong. Well, that was so, scary. Yeah. And on top of that, <laughs> I don't know what it is with me being in vehicles where the air conditioning doesn't work. We've been in the middle of like a, a heat wave here, but it's like the Pacific Northwest version where it's like you'd probably think it's kind of mellow, but it's like mid 80s, but we don't have air conditioning. So it still sucks. <sighs> Yeah, I we have I literally I mean maybe it's because my daughter has allergies. Like we start air conditioner in my house in like April, May, just because of allergy season here. But um yeah, we have an air conditioner going all year round. But I always think that, it's amazing. Like when we were in person, like mm -hmm. you guys don't get thunderstorms. And I thought that was mm -hmm. like amazing because like I get a thunderstorm <laughs> like every single day. So I'm like how do you not get thunderstorms? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like sitting there like a goofy kid or something, like way too excited, like interrupting people and stuff. Like I saw lightning like, and everybody's like, yeah, so shut up, Zach. Like they're like, you're a freaking weirdo. Like, but it never happens. Like I could probably count on one hand how many times I've seen a thunderstorm here. But anyway, I digress. It okay. is Wednesday again, which means it is time for money hungry. So uh, welcome everybody in the chat. I am excited to talk about the media's bias against drivers. Uh, we're going to then discuss a positive story, at least positive in our favor, that the media ran with about a popular YouTuber who was also uh, a driver. Uh, we're going to talk about some driver safety and have a conversation around uh, one particular question that somebody had that sparked some interesting responses. And uh, Kim, that, that'll, that'll be interesting to kind of get into that with you. Yeah. Uh, so we're also going to talk about kind of a heartbreaking experience that an Uber Eats driver shared with a customer. And we're going to tell you what happened, uh, what the customer did, how the driver responded. It's going to it's going to be a whole thing. So uh, get your get your Kleenex ready for that one. I cried uh, when gonna, I heard the story. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Walmart Spark possibly dealing with bots finally. And to wrap things up, we're going to discuss if DoorDash is harassing non-tippers. So, and I and I say that loosely, harassing. <laughs> so, Kim, let's let's just you know get straight into our first story here. Do we have a slide for that? We do. We do. I couldn't remember if I made one. So this is uh, less about a specific story and more about a trend that we have noticed, partially doing this show. So I am a firm believer that the media, you know, not not like the big outlets like Fox or CNN or anything like that, but many, many online media outlets find these TikToks. Usually they're TikToks. Some, sometimes they're, you know, shorts or whatever. But, I, you know, they, they find these stories from customers who allegedly had these horrible experiences with drivers. And they run with the story. So somebody will post a TikTok. Oh, my driver showed up, shit in my yard, stole my cat, and didn't deliver the food, right? <laughs> and then the media is like, oh, my God, DoorDash drivers are evil. <laughs> so, Kim... I mean, am I alone in in feeling like the media is is kind of attacking drivers, or is that? I don't know. What 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 is your perception on that? And guys, leave it in the chat too. 
So here's my perception on it. I think the easiest way for someone to write, this is just my opinion. I'm probably going to get like slammed by media for, for something like this. But anyway, I think they see a ticket to an easy article just by going on to TikTok and seeing what the highest view count is, whether mm. it is a customer, because there's always some, let's face it, there's always some drama behind a high view count TikTok. And usually there's tons of comments and let's make an article out of it. And we'll put some of the comments in. We'll talk about what happened in the TikTok and there's our news article. It to me, it's like an easy out and an easy story. And hey, it'll get lots of clicks and views in the article from an online standpoint, just like, you know, YouTube world and they're golden. And I think that's how they're making a lot of their money, so to speak, in the news world. And I just don't think they're fact checking properly and, and that's and the part that's, i have a hard time with and that's my big concern too right i mean i don't think any of us doubt that there's the occasional driver out there who does do something nefarious right like we've, we've seen the videos yeah sometimes a driver does something that they're not supposed to do like take a dump in a trash can in a like an apartment lobby or you know we have seen drivers pick up somebody's dog and run away with them that's horrible <clears throat> so uh, you know like it's it's happening far too frequently. But Kim, a couple of days ago, I got into a little bit of a back and forth with the media about a story that I read. Now, I am... Okay, uh, guys, we're not doing the conspiracy theory shit here. Take that somewhere else. You guys want to talk about it? Do it somewhere else. Anyway, uh, I got into a little bit of a back and forth with the media. And basically what had happened was somebody went viral on TikTok, of course, right? And we see this article pop up. And after reading this driver's story, it was clear that it didn't happen. So I, I don't know, Kim, I couldn't, I just couldn't help myself. I had to, I had to reach out to them. And I asked a simple question. I asked what steps they took to verify the validity of the story. So did they ever get back to you? What do you think? No. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no. Of course they didn't get back to me. So I just have a hard time with a lot of these news articles. And I think I, you know, I saw people in the chat say the Daily Dot. And that's a Daily big Dot's bad. Yeah, that's a biggest, uh, to me, one of the biggest offenders of all of us in the gig world. Like, I, my biggest problem is, is they don't fact check. And they literally, I think we did, what was it, an article, God, this is probably weeks ago, about a Wendy's order. Remember, like, it was a Wendy's order, and she only got, like, one item, and it was supposed to be 10 items, and she blamed the driver, and it was a whole huge thing about the driver. And um, we were just sitting here going, no, like, I don't believe this at all. And like, I feel like a lot of time, like I said, I think it's all the easiest way is to go to the highest view count. Let's use that article and put it into a news article without even, you know, fact checking if this is even right or if this even happened. Like they're literally taking a word for somebody who could have made up a story to get clicks and views on their own TikTok. And let's face it, we know that that happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's a world of, I feel like it's a world of like TikTok make believe in order to blow up and it's all drama filled. Yeah. So, but what happened to the media when it used to be who, what, when, where, why? Yeah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, I think it, it exists on big news media. It's like, I think it exists on like CNN and CNBC and Fox. Like on the big news channels, I think it, really exist because they're big news channels. I think a lot of these smaller ones are trying to make a name for themselves anyway, in my opinion, and they're going to do whatever they can to get their own clicks and views. So uh, that's fine and well, but I guess my thing ultimately is how hard is it to reach out to DoorDash for comment to find out if something is even possible, right? Do you really like think he... DoorDash is going to comment back? <laughs> I mean, something like that, something where it's like the driver did something that's not in the power of a driver to do. Yeah, I think I think that they probably would. 
I don't so, know. I just I think I mean, if, if it was CNN or like CNBC, I think DoorDash would be like, okay, I'll respond. Like a little daily yeah. dot. Do you think like DoorDash or they're gonna have like just like the support yeah. is scripted with us? They're gonna have like this very scripted. We'll you know, sorry to hear about this. We'll look into blah 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 blah. Like it'll be a scripted thing for every single article. Yeah, that's fair. So I. <sighs> I don't know, though. I mean, because uh, like Nova, we had Nova on recently, right? Mm -hmm. So DoorDash saw one of his videos blow up and they reached out to him. Did you see that? I did. So I don't I don't think it's necessarily unreasonable to think that they could reach out to, you know, a, a company and be like, hey, actually, like this isn't even possible for this driver to do what you guys are alleging that, that they did. I don't know. I think maybe it's my own thing, but I I feel like with DoorDash and the media, like I feel like even bad press is good press with them because now, like, look at us. We're now Jeez. talking about DoorDash and like we're because it's in the media. Like I feel like the more they're in the media, the more that they're like, okay, my name's out there, so people know who we are, and we, you know, this is what's happening. Like I just feel like it's it's they they almost want stuff like this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that they necessarily want the bad publicity. I mean, it's obviously good advertising. Any any advertising, I suppose, is free advertising or any free advertising, I suppose, is good advertising uh, for argument's sake. But I mean, when you have customers claiming that drivers are bringing cops to your front door when it probably didn't even happen. No, I don't I, know that I that's really necessarily think people just make up. Um they just make up stuff like in order, in order, like, I feel like they make up the most random stuff because if you look at people's TikToks, like they don't even have like proof. It's like some, look at the lady that we saw that one time who was like eating a bag of, what was it? Cheetos as she was like <laughs> recalling a story. Oh, Remember that? Like she was recalling yes. a story and she was eating Cheetos as she's recalling her story, but she has like no proof behind it. She has like, she was just telling her story and like, it, I forget how it was like, like, she's just like rambling on just like yeah oh yeah you know talking crap about the driver and like eating her freaking flame oh yeah no that was ridiculous like so, but you have stuff like that all the time with no proof it's just someone else's story accountability and they're just like yep that's how, that's what happened because the person said it like <laughs> yeah because the internet doesn't lie whatsoever i, I mean <laughs> even if you can't get DoorDash to respond to something like that. Like there's millions of drivers out there. How hard would it be to <laughs> ask a driver, hey, this is what this person's claiming. Is there is it even possible for them to to do this? Right. Because this yeah. uh, the 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 media outlet I picked a fight with basically pushed the story that this customer got the wrong items. Even though what showed up was what she was craving, she still supposedly got the wrong items, called DoorDash, got a refund. Uh, and supposedly she was offered to have the order redispatched, which if we're, we're drivers, we know that that doesn't happen. Grubhub will do that. Yeah. But Uber and DoorDash won't. But you know what? It's not going to make her go viral for attacking a Grubhub driver, is it? Um, no, I hate that's going to sound so bad, but does anybody really care about Grubhub? <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just putting it out there, you know, like, I feel like that Grubhub is like, you can make and even for us as content creators, right? Like you can make a, a, a really good Grubhub video. I mean, I've, I've had a couple of Grubhub videos, the minute Grubhub goes out, it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, Kim, we've got a sponsor. Why don't we, we go ahead do. and uh, plug them really quick? Yeah, absolutely. So today's episode is sponsored by Solo. We love Solo here. So I don't know about you, Zach, but I used to really struggle with switching between multiple apps to understand how much I made and keeping track of my work-related expenses and miles. Luckily for us, today's money-hungry sponsor, Solo, can help other gig workers experiencing this issue managing their business better. 
With Solo's help, I now easily track all my earnings and mileage information in just one place. Solo makes it easy to track your income, expenses, and mileage in one central location, no matter how many apps you're working. Solo's easy-to-use interface and seamless automatic income and mileage tracking makes it the best choice for gig workers who are looking for better ways to stay in control over their business and spend more time earning money. Solo also offers a smart schedule feature that shows you the best jobs to work at any hour of the day in your city and will even guarantee that you'll never earn less than what they are predicting. If you do, they will pay you the difference. Over 150,000 workers in the U.S. are taking advantage of Solo's industry-leading features. Rideshare even ranked Solo the number one mileage tracker in 2023. So you know it's going to be a game changer. So download Solo today. The link is in the description of this live and unlock the full experience by choosing the subscription tier that works best for you. So thank you, Solo, for being a part of Money Hungry. Thank you. So it was great getting to meet the uh, Solo team in Denver and, uh, you know, great, great folks. And uh, it's yeah. it was interesting to hear uh, Bryce, their CEO, kind of talk about gig work and the unique perspectives he has on it. So, and, and getting to see those numbers was really freaking cool too. Yeah, um, so. he he. They are just so super smart. I feel like you know every time you get to even know somebody on a personal level, you're like. Wow, like these people are like the how people come up and companies come up with things that really help other gig workers and make our lives easier. I'm like, I'm all about it. I've been using solo, I think now for over a year and I really like using it. So go check them out. Yeah, for sure. So uh like we said, the link is in the description. Uh Kim, there is a gig tuber by the name of London Delivers. Now, we just talked about how the media runs with stories that aren't true quite often about drivers. Uh, this time, we're going to talk about one where they might have actually listened to a valid gripe. He did. So London delivers. He has his own YouTube channel, if you're not familiar with him. He um, got into the Business Insider, I believe, this past week. Um, he does um, He does biking in London, um, which I think is pretty freaking cool. And um, he says that McDonald's is his worst restaurant. He refuses to do McDonald's orders any longer because they are like they're rude. They, he hates that the bag, like the for drinks are in the bag. I guess if you're also on a bike, it makes it even probably even harder. Um, I can only guess a lot of us don't like that the drinks go next to the hot food and makes the hot food cold. <laughs> but you know, that's a, we can yeah. get into that in a little bit, but anyway, so it was really cool. Um, seeing one of our own in a positive way that they were listening to him and his gripes about McDonald's. So I was actually wondering with everybody here, I feel like we're going to have mixed opinions on this. Do you like McDonald's or do you not like McDonald's? So right now in the chat, Put is it yes, you like McDonald's or no, I do not like McDonald's. And then we'll kind of get into it. <laughs> so I have a very different opinion on this than you do, Kim. I can't stand picking up at McDonald's personally. Um, that's that's just me. Uh, I have three of them in my town. And then there's one, uh, one town north, which I can technically pick up from. Um, there's really only one that ever has it somewhat together. And the rest of the time, it's just kind of a crapshoot. Like, I, like, am I going to be waiting 10 minutes? Am I going to be waiting 30 minutes? It's, I don't know. It's just almost never worth it for me. So I, I try to avoid it unless, unless the dollar amount is like really good or it's really slow. And I know that I'm going to like just zip in and zip back out. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think that's. I yeah. love McDonald's. I have three, well, two really in my like immediate area and like two other ones that are a little farther away. The one that's farther away, I avoid at all costs, but the two that are like in my own area is mm -hmm. 
I, I love them. I love them. I love the people. They're fantastic. I always say I'm the mayor of McDonald's because I go in there so much <laughs> because I get my large Dr. Pepper at, to start my day. Uh, and they know me by name because of my Dr. Pepper every morning. And then usually right. they're my first, because I'm in the parking lot of McDonald's every morning, they're usually my first um, delivery of the morning. And they literally know my name. It's like walking in with cheers. They're like, Kim, but I'm like, hey. Like, I, I love my McDonald's. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I just avoid it. Um, but you know what? I, the The concerns are valid. And frankly, I'm kind of surprised that it was like Business Insider that picked up on this. Yeah. Like whether, whether you like them or not, I mean, they do pack things in a certain way that makes it kind of sketchy. Like maybe it's going to tip over. Maybe it won't. Like I've never personally had... I've never had a problem, but like, I, I know that day is coming. So I try to avoid it. I don't know. I don't know. I mine is, I can honestly say every single time there has not been one time that my McDonald's order has not been ready. When I walked in the store, like literally I walk in, I, it's ready. I grab it and I walk right back out. I think it takes longer for the sales associate who's ringing up the customer to come over to tell me what, like ask me what my number is than anything else. So, yeah. So, uh, justice for all says depends on uh, which McDonald's staff you're dealing with. Uh, not to mention they're underpaid too. That's very true. So, I mean, really the staff does make all the difference. And we had one guy that worked at one location here. He was the, the store manager and, I liked to go to his spot when he was working because I knew that there would be a wait, but it'd be like two, three minutes tops. Like I'd, I'd be there, wait a couple of minutes, chit chat, say hello, and, and you know, bounce, be on my way. Um, so, I, but he got rightfully so promoted to uh, the like regional manager or something, and uh, so now he's like all over, and uh, it's like hit and miss if I'm going to see him. So it's it's just back to kind of a crapshoot on how long I'm going to be waiting. Yeah, get to know so. your peeps. I'm telling you, get to know your peeps. That's how that's how I got my in with um with with my McDonald's. They, so. they, they even know my daughter <laughs> by name. That like that's how you know that's... I'm connected with my McDonald's. They know my daughter. They like yeah. yeah. But I want to turn this back to the article. Yeah, I I'm curious what the motivation was. Like, what what made them be like okay, well let's ask this specific person like why they don't want to go to McDonald's. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like it's, I hate to say generic, but I feel like we all have her opinion. I feel like we've all done something on McDonald's at some point on our channels of some sort. Um, I don't know. You know, I like I said, my biggest bite, gripe with McDonald's, like I said before, is when they put the hot food in with like the cold drinks. And not only that, but if you get coffee, the coffee doesn't fit in their cup holders. And like, man, you hit one bump, the coffee's done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but I, I like as a customer, how, like, would you even take the time to read that as a customer? Honestly, probably not. <laughs> I, you know, I feel like McDonald's is so it's probably, it is the most popular, you know, fast food restaurant. I don't think any of these would ever change anybody's mind on how they feel about McDonald's. It's going to be, it's still going to be people's go-to fast food destination just probably based off of their fries so i mean i think that if i were a customer who actually read that article though and i were to see that like hey these drivers don't want the stuff spilling all over their car or you know like ruining their backpack in in his case whatever whatever he's using um you know i mean it might make a little more sense uh, you know to the customer why they might end up waiting a little longer to get that order uh, accepted or delivered so yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, I think the customer, whether it's going to take 10 minutes or 30 minutes, I think they're still going to order McDonald's because they are craving McDonald's. I feel like people are like, that's their, like, I don't know. I feel like we're, all of us are creature of habits of some sort. And with McDonald's being around as long as they have, like, I feel like there's a lot of people who just order McDonald's out of creature of habits. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So I I don't know. I found it to be kind of an interesting story. And it's kind of a one-off thing that we don't really see very often. 
No, but it was kind of cool just because we're like, I'm like, oh, London delivers. That's actually pretty awesome. And then like I was reading yeah. the story and, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, he kind of has some valuable points there. You know, <laughs> good, make, good looking out, good making that article. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Kim, I want to get into the next story here. I think we've got a slide for that as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, We've kind of touched on this, but go ahead and go ahead and read the the next thing if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just pull it up. Okay, so I can actually look at it. And so this actually was a question, and it says, "Are we allowed to enter someone's house if asked on a shop and pay?" And they I go think, on to say, "I had a." I, sorry, I think we have another slide. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Just so they can visualize it with us. There we go. Yep. Okay. So she goes on to say, had a grocery order of about 15 bags, some heavy, some light. Upon arriving, I had to scan the ID for alcohol. The man was elderly and had a cane. He politely asked if I could put the bags on the counter about 15 feet in the house. I said, sorry, I can't enter anyone's house, but I can put the bags inside the door without crossing the threshold. He understood, but said other drivers do it. And I said, that's fine, but they're not supposed to. Needless to say, one hour later, I had a one star show up. In today's world, I'm not entering anyone's home. Just wanted to know if there's an actual policy behind it. So I don't know about the actual policy. I would I would assume that there probably isn't. But I would assume that there is. I so I mean, but like they can't really tell us we're not employees. They can't really dictate what we can and can't do. It's like it's like if they try to tell yeah. us what we wear. Right, I mean, I haven't read the terms of service lately, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know whether it's like part of a safety issue. Um, I can tell you my perspective on it and you can tell me your perspective on it, but I don't know the actual policy behind it. Um, Me as a woman, I'm not entering anybody's house. (laughs) Uh, No, I've left it inside. Like I've dropped it in their foyer, you know, in the entrance way that I like, you know, just put it around. Um, no, no, for me, it's a safety issue. Like, I don't know who's behind door number one, door number three, or door number four, or whether their yeah. grandson, their son, or anybody else is in the household. So, for my safety purposes, and I, you know, I honestly, my heart bleeds, and I would feel absolutely horrible because I am. I am a person who I want to help out as much as I possibly can because that's my human for nature. Sure. But for safety wise, I never enter anybody's home. Yeah, so I am kind of with you on that. Uh, have I done it? Yes. <laughs> Should I have? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I was delivering to a uh, like a memory care center, like uh, like a place for folks with dementia, and so I got this lady's uh, KFC. And I knock on the door and I hear, come in. I can't get my voice that high. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm like, uh, DoorDash, you know, and she's like, come in, you know. And so, like, I poke my head in kind of like trepidatiously, like, yeah, I got your chicken lady. And she's <laughs> like, like, looking at me like, well, what are you waiting for? Bring it to me. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I like, and, and this was just kind of like a studio sort of apartment. So I could see that, you know, there was nobody like right there. Like it was, it was an old folks home, right? I'm not really worried that some stuff is going to pop off in an old folks home. So with me being a fairly big guy, I, I did it a few times. <laughs> she, yeah, she would always order KFC. So uh, when I'd see her name pop up, I'd, I'd know she was going to, you know, invite the driver in and I was going to, you know, give her her food, bring it right to her. But I kind of, I mean, people are crazy, right? Yeah. They, you know, to, I don't know. For me, I'll like, I'm five foot nothing and I am like 120 pounds soaking wet. So for, for me, it's just like, it's completely a safety thing. It would take nothing for someone to literally just yank me or grab me. And I'm not putting, um, myself in that position to begin with. But once again, that's just me and my safety and, you know, what I feel. I mean, everybody has to live in their own comfort zone, so to speak. 
I personally would not just based off of, you know, safety. To me, safety is always number number one for when it comes to myself. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't do it probably anywhere else. Like I'm going to a place that I know that there's cameras in the hallway, you know, I mean, it's, it's a memory care center, right? Like if somebody sneaks out, they need to be able to treat them, uh, track them down. So. Yeah. And just real quick. So, um, right shift dude was saying that my ring is missing. Like they're, they're saying like they, you, they can report that you stole something. Oh, you took something yeah. like there's just like, there's just to me way too many crazy people out in this world. I, you know, this lady, I mean, she got a one that just really sucks <laughs> especially yeah. you know when you're trying to do the right thing and you get you know dinged from the customer because of that so yeah. you know but still always to me a safety is better than any one star any day of the week yeah so i, I get that and especially like a memory care center that ultimately i guess would have been the the main concern is what if they misplaced something or they took too much of their, well, I'm sure at that place they'd have nurses coming in, but for the sake of my argument, you know, maybe, maybe they like accidentally took one too many of their pills or something and, and accused me of, yeah. So, I, I mean, I see the error in my ways, uh, <laughs> but you know, when you're like there in the moment and you know, you've got an elderly person who just wants her chicken, I'm like, <sighs> okay. So I, I guess it, it was kind of more my my human side that kind of uh, presented uh, when, when delivering to that lady. Yeah, I'll, I'll so, always say follow always follow your instinct. Your instinct is usually always dead on, right? Yeah. So I, I yeah, I mean, like I don't want to encourage somebody, you know, follow their gut and then they like, you know, get smacked over the head with like a frying pan or something you know i'm telling you it's real i'm telling you safety first safety always first uh. yeah so you know but that i don't know that's a very it's a very human question right and yeah just like our next story was a very human experience yeah Ugh. so get 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 the tissues ready because this is not I know. Oh, god it's not going to be a fun one to, to go over, but it's super I mean, sweet. It's, it's heart. It's heartfelt. Is what it, it is. is. So uh, I decided to call this uh, one last meal. And essentially, uh, actually, you know what, Kim, you're probably forgot the notes that I am. Okay. okay. So there is, there was this driver and they did, it was an expensive restaurant. They picked it up and they go to do the delivery. And GPS was taking them to a cemetery and they were entering the cemetery and they're like, I don't think this is right whatsoever. And they were actually starting to get freaked out, but there was a funeral going on. So they're like, well, maybe this is the food for after the funeral. Like they were really confused. So she parked the car and like kind of like crept up to the funeral and was like, excuse me, I have a delivery. It's not what she was expecting at all. So this is this is why I was crying when I was reading this story. So it was a older woman and his wife. The wife had passed away and the husband decided to order DoorDash because they ordered DoorDash once a week from this restaurant and they got the same thing every week. And it was going to be their one last meal together before they buried her. So... I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the kicker, though. The the gentleman asked the DoorDash driver to stick around and have the one last meal with him. So what do you do? I I I mean, I personally do it. Like, I'm sorry if somebody's burying their spouse and they're asking me to like sit there and comfort them. Yeah, I'm doing it. You know. So like... so that's what the driver did. She sat. And God, this is what pulled on my heartstrings because I'm I'm a sap and you know, I love a good love story. So the guy put the his wife's meal on her coffin oh, and then he on. sat on the ground. I know, I'm telling you, this is why like tears were coming down my face. I was always reading this. And he was eating and he gave some of his meal to the DoorDash driver. And he said, you know, basically the message was cherish every 
moment you have, even if it's a door at Ashmeal, because you never know when your last day is going to be. So, ooh, that's heavy. I know. That's heavy. I, yeah. Ooh. So, but he cherished, he wouldn't have changed anything for the world um, than the years yeah. that he had with his wife. So, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, Something. so I, I I would have done I would have done that in a heartbeat. I would have turned off my DoorDash app and say, okay, <laughs> how much how much time learned. are we going to spend? You know, <laughs> something I've learned about people as a whole is so often when they need help, they don't ask for it. No. So when they do, or they tell you that they need company or something, you do what you can, right? Just just to help another human being. So. Oh man, I, I would say with my luck, that would happen like at the busiest time, like you know, six p.m. on a Saturday night or something, you know. And, I, I'm but, I'm sure it was probably during a lunch rush a lunch or whatever. Rush, yeah. But you know what? There are sometimes uh, there are, there I, are times in life that you have to pause. I know, and you know, the human side always comes in, and like uh, that would be my human side. I'd be like. Okay, well, you know, and I guess I guess I guess I'm done for the day. You know, I would some like you said. Sometimes people just need, and he probably could have asked any one of his family members. But sometimes it's it's that stranger that comes into your life that you know you don't expect, and you know what, you make a connection, and they just sometimes need that in their lives. And this is what happened with this poor gentleman. Ugh, my heart was bleeding. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, that's, it's really kind of a sweet thing. And, uh, you know, it's super sad, obviously, but it's, it's also sweet. And it's nice that he got, I, I mean, think about it. Like, he legitimately ran the risk of getting a driver who wouldn't have done it, who just would have been like, no, nah, I got to go, you know, deuces, right? But yeah. he got somebody who was willing to stay and, and presumably talk about, you know, th this, this departed spouse and, you know, hear stories and reminisce, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so I actually, this reminds me of something kind of, I, I, I hope they're alive at least, but I used to, with a former girlfriend, I used to go uh, down to the, the beach here and we used to just sit and talk for hours and watch, watch the, uh, the waves, you know, come in. And there was this elderly couple. I always thought they were German. Don't, don't ask why they looked German. And, um, they were, they were so sweet, right? Like the guy would always open the, the wife's door and, uh, you know, they would, they would just sit there and walk so slowly and just hold hands. Right. And, um, I don't know. It was, it was always like, just, they, they stopped to take time and enjoy the moments that they had together. And this couple was not young and I haven't seen them in the last like three years. So I, I hope that they're well, but I never did forget them. So nice, sweet little elderly couple. Um, by the way, really quick. Sorry, guys. Uh, if you can hear, uh, I think Salt said it earlier. Uh, somebody heard kids. Uh, I have a playground uh, like right outside my window. So uh, like we're in the middle of a heat wave. So I'm not close <laughs> to my window. Uh, Pacific Northwest does not have air conditioning usually. So it'd be too hot otherwise. Bear in there with me. So anyway, uh, Kim, that was the first time I think that we've, no, no, no. One of, one of the first times we've done a really sad story, so. I know. But it, 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 not to say it was a good outcome, because there's never a good outcome in death, no. but I commend this driver for, you know, being human and putting the for business sure. side out to the side and said, you know what, I'm going to be a human and sit for with sure. this person and be the person that this person needs at the probably the most horrible time in this oh, person's yeah. life. So, you know, I think that's what it's all about. Mm. So admittedly, I've been the driver before who has completely ignored requests, right? Like not, not like, oh, set the food here or, you know, knock, don't knock, right? Like, like I've had people put like silly things in there, like, like, like do like a, a pirate voice and say, are your food here? You know, something like that. Like, you know, they just <laughs> caught me on a bad night or something. I'm like, I'm not freaking doing that. Yeah. So, you know, again, I just keep going back to, they had the very real chance of getting a driver who wasn't going to comply. And it, it seemed like the stars kind of aligned for this gentleman. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was able to, to do what he wanted to do. So, uh, 
uh, ride shift. Unfortunately, I live in an apartment and they would take some issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kim, we have another interesting story to discuss here. We do. Uh, I'm actually excited new... about this one. <sighs> Me too. So there's a new Walmart Spark update that could potentially get rid of the bots that are making it difficult for drivers to get good orders. So it's interesting um, because I, when I saw this article, I, or I actually, I found, I forget where I found this, but anyway, I, um, I went on to my spark and I turned it on. I was hoping I would get it too. So like I can screen record it and put it with this and now it's not available in my market yet, but this, some market started seeing this this past week and I'm actually really excited about it. So they're now introducing a biometric and license scan um, when you sign on to Walmart Spark. So hopefully this might help with the bot situation that we all face with Walmart Spark if you are a Walmart Spark um, driver, because I don't know about you, but I can't tell you the last time I got a shop and pay. I don't know about anybody else, but the bots are real. Are we still live? Did we miss Zach? <laughs> but anyway, so I think, I don't know. I don't know. So you guys are going to have to let me know. Oh, hold on for one second, guys. Okay. I don't know how to get rid of your other stream. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay. I was going to say I'm in here twice. Uh, sorry. I'm not sure if my uh, Wi-Fi just dropped or something. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I was saying that the bots are real and hopefully this gets rid of some of the bots that are happening. So uh, this is a major problem on Instacart for sure. And we did this story about drivers. Were, were they in what Chicago or something? Yeah. Who were actually organizing at a Walmart to protest this problem. So maybe, you know, maybe that didn't fall upon deaf ears, which is great, right? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, you know, it, when we read that article, though, a couple weeks ago, Walmart's thing was, and I, I actually commended Walmart when we did that article because they said that they were aware of it. They know that it's a problem. And most companies don't, in my opinion, admit to faults or wrongdoings. And they said, nope, we know it's a problem. And um, it seems like they're actually doing something about it. So... I, props to them for actually getting a solution worked out. But my, I guess ultimately my concern with this, Kim, is are they going to find a way around it? Like, is this going to be something that we see happen like once or twice, like DoorDash did with the verification and then you just threw it? Or is this going to be something that you have to do like all the time? I don't, I don't know that. Um, I don't know. I know uh, there was an article that just came out, um, actually, I think it was today, um, from DoorDash, and I spoke about it yesterday, that DoorDash is, we're hopefully, hopefully going to start seeing more ID verification um, more often from DoorDash and not just that one time. So that way there's not double accounts and people can verify who they are. Um, mm -hmm. I'm hoping the same thing kind of applies. I don't know that for sure. Um but I think, in my opinion, I think if you go on to Facebook and just, you know, type in, you know, <laughs> on the marketplace, you know, DoorDash or even Spark, like those are like the most popular accounts that, you know, people can buy off of Facebook, which to me is horrifying. So, you know, I don't know. Hopefully this helps. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's bad enough when they oversaturate markets, right? Yeah. But when you have bots that can make decisions in, in fractions of a second, like that's really kind of, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all for a driver having outsmarting another driver, so to speak, right? Like if you, if you know where to be, like I, I realize with Spark, this is slightly different. But if you know your market well enough that you know exactly where to be and when, if you know what apps to utilize at what time, shout out to Solo. Because um, <laughs> if you don't, they'll tell you. <laughs> um but like if you can give yourself some sort of an advantage like that, I'm all for it, right? 
but you shouldn't yeah. have something doing work for you that negatively impacts other people, right? Like this is, um, this is why uh, I, I believe, hopefully I'm not talking on my ass here, but uh, this is why like uh, Para doesn't interface with Spark because uh, I believe we were talking to David about this actually, uh, the CEO. And essentially they're like, we don't want to give anybody an unfair advantage that everybody doesn't have. So, you know, the, the bots need to, bots need to go. So uh, hopefully this will, Hopefully they'll this do something. Will do the trick, yeah. So, like I said, I, I, I can't like, tell you. Like, I turn on Spark almost every morning, and yeah. just to see if I can get like a shop and deliver. Like first thing in the morning, I'm like, okay, I can go to Walmart, get it done, and that's like that could be my first order of the morning. And every morning, I used to be able to get them like religiously at like eight o'clock in the morning. That would be like the first order. I cannot yeah. tell you how many months now I've gone and haven't gotten one shop and deliver in my own Walmart. So, um, I don't know. I, I think it's definitely a, a concern. Obviously, it's a concern because people are protesting. So hopefully this helps this out a little bit. Obviously, the having to take a picture of yourself and verify your identity is kind of a pain in the butt, right? Like, you know, you sign on to Uber. Like, I've seen this less and less recently, but, you know, on Uber Eats, right? Like you have to stop moving, right? You can't just be driving down the road and, you know, <laughs> it's at the worst time selfie, possible, right? too, usually. Oh, oh, always, always, <laughs> right? And, you know, it's always frustrating. But I guess what, let me ask you this. What would be more frustrating to have to stop and verify yourself or to constantly be up against bots that snipe those really good orders? Now, yeah. Spark right off the bat is a little different in in the sense of the the round robins, right? Like they're just gonna, you know, you're going to be served an order depending on your stats. But I've especially towards the fourth quarter, at least here, I've seen really really good offers come through that that were you know first come first serve. So I I don't know. I think in my market the the bots aren't a huge problem, but. And apparently in a lot of markets, they are. So props to Walmart for, for trying to do something about it. Yeah. So good news, hopefully good news to come for Spark drivers. Yeah. Let us, if you guys drive for Spark, let us know in the comments if you guys have a problem with bots in your market. So, uh, Kim, something that I do know that many drivers have a big problem with in their market is non-tippers on DoorDash. I know. That's actually pretty awesome, right? So, I don't <laughs> Uh, there is a new update on DoorDash as well that the media is pissed about, I guess. Yeah, it's actually good for I'm actually, I think drivers are going to love that. I was being sarcastic before um, yeah. in case people weren't <laughs> getting that. Can, can we get the slide up? I don't think we have one. I was looking for what? it. What? I know. Do you wanna, I have a slide. No. Oh, I <laughs> That's what All I was right. looking for as I was talking. <laughs> All right. Well, sorry. Uh, uh, I guess the slide didn't make it. I thought I had created one. Anyway, so basically DoorDash rolled something out on the customer side uh, two months back, maybe. Yeah. And it's the media a, is just starting It's been around, I, for, I feel like, for a couple of months, but I guess... Maybe customers are now making a big stink out of it. And it was literally, I think, in like five or six news feeds in articles this past week, um, which I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like, I feel like once one, going back to like our earlier statement, like I feel like once one news station hears about it and then like it starts filtering through to like other news stations because I think it's a good article, but Customers are um, complaining because they feel like DoorDash is shaming them um, because now DoorDash nudges customers and reminds them that they didn't tip their driver and now would be an appropriate time to tip them. <laughs> so it's more than just that, though. When you go in, like you have to go out of your way to not tip on both DoorDash and Uber Eats. And when and now on DoorDash, when you go to not tip, it'll say, "Hey, you know, we can't guarantee your order is going to get to you on time, and you know, drivers rely on tips, and it makes up a lot of their income, and yada yada yada." So, I like right off the bat, like just telling the customer if they're going to go and enter zero, like that's a wonderful thing for us. Yeah. Like 
that's so good. But you know what would be even better, Kim? What? If they told the customer how much we were going to make. That would be fantastic. That would be considered transparency. Oh, I, yeah. And we all know we can't have that. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh, I know they're like sitting there like. <laughs> so but yeah. this is, but uh, when I was reading this, though, and this is what I always think with this whole nudging thing. If a customer already made up their mind, they're not going to tip their driver. I don't think a nudge is going to get them to change their mind and tip their driver. Like, I feel like they're like, they already made up their mind. I'm not tipping my driver. A nudge Wait. isn't going to be like, yeah, I'm going to tip my driver now. You know, and, and people seem to be so proud of that, right? Like they, I don't know. I've done some shorts and, you know, I, I know you've done some shorts and people get brutal online, just like vicious, yeah. right? Like, like they didn't tip and they expect us to work for slave labor otherwise. And yeah. somehow it's our fault. Yeah. Um, some comments are brutal. So when you do shorts in a lot of our content, it doesn't just go out. This is the thing. Like it just doesn't go out to drivers. Like, right. So YouTube like pushes it out to multiple areas, wherever they oh, feel yeah. like they can get the most amount of views on it. So you're getting customers feedback along with drivers feedback and it makes some good <laughs> dialogue. Hmm. I mean, well, like you say good, I say probably some of the most ignorant stuff I've ever read. Once again, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but like, let's turn this back to the media for a minute. Like, this is yeah. where it would be really beneficial for them to reach out to an actual driver, right? Because the media is running with this in the sense of, you know, oh, like DoorDash is shaming you. You're already spending so much money in fees and and, and they're shaming you, right? They're, they're, they're shaming yeah. you. Yeah, for not this tipping. is actually good. So, Jose, it's it's like they acknowledge the problem but pass the burden on to the customer. It's a good perspective. I, you know, and one of the most common arguments I hear, and I'm sure you do uh, too, Kim, from customers, yeah. is that it should be the company's responsibility to pay us more. And, and I don't disagree with that. But we as drivers know that's not going to happen. But in fact, the opposite yeah. thing happens all the time. Yeah. So really at the end of the day we're going to keep getting paid less 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 and it does fall on the customer so if they want the 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 convenience of sitting on their couch and having something show up magically without having to deal with traffic waiting in lines or, or anything yeah they need to tip for a service it's not a human right we're not freaking meals on wheels people like come on now uh, I don't know. I just think people are going to tip they want to tip, not tip. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, I think no matter, like, I feel like we can talk about this until, like, next year. Yeah. And it's never going to change the mind on how people spend their money. Or probably not. not. Money. <laughs> um, probably not. But what does piss me off is when people want to use these services but not adequately compensate the people. Like they, they understand that we don't get paid reasonably, but screw us, right? Like they want their Chipotle. So I am of the opinion, if you don't want to tip, that's fine. Go get it yourself. Don't, don't, if you never tip, never order DoorDash or Uber, right? Don't go out for dinner. In fact, just go to a grocery store, buy your damn groceries and make them at home for yourself. And you'll never be put in a position where you're being asked to tip. Yeah. But people want their convenience. They want their cake and they want to eat it <laughs> they, too. They, they want their do. convenience. They want to save their money, so, which I don't blame people for trying to save their money, but they're like, there's a I, service that we're, that drivers are providing um, that it's what our service industry is all about. And it's not yeah. going to change anytime soon. I get a lot of feedback when I do a lot of the shorts that, you know, um, we should, we shouldn't have to tip before like the tipping culture should be after. Like we've, right. we've heard that so many times, but at this point, like DoorDash has been in business for, I forget how many years, so 10 years, they just did their 10 year anniversary. Um, 
like it's it's not going to change as much as people want it to change and want it to go with the way things were unfortunately this is the way of the future and if you want to use these services this is the way the services are going to work unfortunately wanna, or fortunately i want to highlight melvin's comment at uh yeah. 8, 854 yeah uh if you're too broke to tip <laughs> make yourself a ham sandwich at home <laughs> There True you go, words Melvin. have never been spoken to you, <laughs> sir, when the internet tonight. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it goes back to what we also talked about last week, like with with these gig apps and slowdowns and stuff like that. Like I, I personally, I stopped using a lot of these apps because it's too freaking expensive with all these fees to order a lot of times as, as often as I was. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me getting in a car and getting my own food. And that's, you know, what I've adapted my family to. So it's never that I don't want to tip. It's usually that I just don't want to spend the, the increase in price for ordering on an app or the fees. Right. But again, this kind of goes back to the media problem of things. They, they could have really done the, the public as a whole, a service really by just asking a few drivers, hey, what is yeah. your perspective on this? But did they do that? Of course not. So, no. you know, I mean, like, come to me, I'll tell you, hey, most drivers are going to make 250 on that order before the customer tips. Are yeah, they paying a lot in fees? Yeah. Are we getting shafted? Yeah. Is the restaurant getting shafted? Yeah. No, it would be on if I was a news reporter. So if there's any news reporters watching this live, a really good article would be having a DoorDasher's perspective or an Uber Eats or a Grubhub driver's perspective and a customer's perspective and ask them like literally the same questions to see what the vast differences are between a driver and a customer and like merge it together all in one article. So that way people understand the differences in between customer and driver. Yeah. So I want to highlight Triple D's comment. Yeah, uh, 55 year time. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I don't, uh, okay. So this says uh, we need to stop blaming customers and start blaming Tony and DoorDash. Uh, customers are paying them enough in fees uh, to raise their base pay. So I I don't inherently disagree with you, right? Um, I agree that the companies should pay us more. And it's not just DoorDash, right? It's Uber Eats, Grubhub. It's, it's really all of them. Um, the thing that where I have to part ways with you on this one, though, is it's a service. And in the United States, people are, we're in the service industry and people tip for a service. So if they wanted to order their food and not tip, they really should just go get it themselves. Like there, there's, I, I guess it's a social thing here. It's considered rude to use a service like that and not tip. I guess that's my thing. And on top of that, they're essentially expecting us to work for free. The gas is $5 a gallon in my market. So um, I appreciate you. Thank you. So I, I guess ultimately my point is I, I see where you're coming from, but I ultimately can't get past the fact that it's a service, right? Like if it was the difference between somebody eating and not eating, it's one thing, but you know, it's, they should really just go to the grocery store and get it themselves if they don't want to tip. Uh, anyway, Kim, we got some funnies. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read this? It's a little small for me. Yeah, it says, so this was placed um, at a restaurant's I don't know whether it's a door or a counter, but it says DoorDash drivers. You guys ready for this? You must hand the order directly to the customer. If you leave it on the porch, a formal complaint will be made with DoorDash about you specifically and affect your customer satisfaction rating. If it is a continued issue with the same Dasher, they will not be allowed to take orders from this location ever again. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in the nicest way possible, kiss my ass. I, I was going to say blacklist. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, they clearly don't understand how this works. Yeah. That's, no, I'm sorry. I'm reading the customer's instructions. If they want me to hand it to them, sure. No problem. If it says leave it at the door, I'm going to set it at the freaking door, take my picture, and scurry away. Like, the restaurant doesn't dictate how this works. 
Um, the restaurant isn't my employer. Like, no. this is such an employee I, type of like thing mm-hmm. that you would leave for your employee. I, I am not an employee of your restaurant. I wish I knew where this came from. I like, wish I, I did really, too. Oh, I like I wouldn't harass them or anything, but I try to find a couple drivers in that market and be like, "Hey, what what's up with this, man?" Wouldn't That's... you like to you know, you know, especially if they had like an Instagram page or like a Facebook page and like you start taking pictures as a DoorDash driver or videos of like you dropping it off and leaving it on their porch <laughs> and just like hashtagging this restaurant. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Or, you know, like uh, screenshotting the delivery instructions, like without the address and being like, yeah. hmm, didn't hand it to them. But I mean, My I bad. think it's funny because it's like. <laughs> They're going to affect your customer rating, right? Like they're going to affect your customer rating because the way I see it, it's only the customer that can do that. And that happens when we don't follow the delivery instructions. Yeah. I mean, so, a restaurant can, can I think, ban you from a restaurant? They, they, can, they can, they can, yeah, they can ban you from, uh, from the restaurant. Sure. But I don't think on DoorDash they have any input on your ratings. Ratings, no. Uber so, Eats, they do. DoorDash, no. Uber Eats, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I think we've got, what, one or two more? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this was a leave at door note. So it says, leave at my door. It is now 1141, and this dasher was supposed to show up at 939 to 949, and she still isn't here. Ridiculous. What type of people are you hiring? I don't bust my ass in the ER at the med center to have a thief take off with my food. I take care of half of Omaha during my shift, and I am very empathetic person but this is bs i want a refund <laughs> the driver has complete control over this <laughs> yeah so i don't know i mean who knows it could have been it could have been a driver who didn't know what they were doing or they had a double they screwed up or something you know there there's any number of scenarios here uh but i like okay like the most recent comment in here nurses are the worst tippers <laughs> I, I hate to I really hate to stereotype. I do. I really hate to, but the medical industry, I I, I agree. I think we've all had it happen. So and I, I, I pharmaceutical reps too. I'll I'll put them in that lump. Mm, see, I think the town I'm in is too small to have to deal with anything like that. So but I like it's to the point where I just avoid the hospital like the plague here. So I don't want to mess with it, but you know what's also possible is that the order could have just kept getting unassigned and reassigned, right? Like maybe they were just yeah. slammed, crazy busy or something, and you know, I don't know. But uh, car dealerships are bad. I don't like going to car dealerships either, actually. But it's mostly because like I don't want to feel like they're going to come rushing out to the car trying to like sell me a good one or something. Like I don't know. Anyway, uh, do we have? Oh, we do have one more. We do so, have one uh, more. This is before, just before we get into this, uh, I want to preface this by saying no, we, we mean no disrespect to anybody of faith. It isn't about the belief system. It's about the interaction. Okay. Oh, I think I'm going to need to pull this up because it's too small. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So this was an interaction. Um between a customer and a driver. And it first stated, Jesus is coming soon. Let's prepare by preventing, wait, wait rep- repenting, sorry, by repenting of everything we can think of daily from gratitude and love of his love demonstrated dying for our sins. And then it says, hi, hello, your item duck standard packaging tape and selected substitutions are out of stock. Would you like something else? So the part of the customer responds back, let's seek him in his word daily and keep it for this reason. And then sends a picture of duct tape and a whole bunch of other tools. <laughs> so thank you so much, Christopher. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you, Christopher. The vendor tablets in the restaurants can rate drivers. Interesting. So I wonder, okay, so that's good to know. I wonder if it's like something where if they get a poor enough rating, they'd get deactivated, but it doesn't like show up on our end. 
I don't know. I just know before, I don't know how true it is now. And we're talking like two, three years ago. If a restaurant would rate their driver like five stars, you would get more orders from that restaurant mm. as a driver because they rated you highly. I don't know whether that is in play anymore. I haven't heard anything about that lately, but that's how it yeah. was like a couple of years ago. But I don't know whether the same thing applies for like one star. Do like you not get orders from that restaurant, which in this case, I think I would be perfectly fine with. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's jump back to, to this. Um, oh, boy. The, the... See, this would have pissed me off just because I'm trying to get the job done and the person's like going on about something completely unrelated. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get through the shop and pay and get it delivered. Right. And and you're over there doing something completely different. Like, I almost feel like this was like a bad bot, like a poorly coded bot or something. That, you think? Like, was I feel in the I, wrong I got conversation. this, would be like, what is this person trying to tell me? So. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's like, <laughs> what? Like you're thinking you're gonna like show up and get murdered or something? <laughs> well, you're they're searching for duct tape. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. I think I'd be a little more concerned if it was like like duct tape and like a shovel. It's creepy. It, well, I mean, yeah, I'm not particularly creeped out by this. It's more just like really annoying to me. Like if they want to have this conversation with me on, you know, like a, well, I was going to say a bus, but I never take a bus. So, you know, like if, really? if, if I'm just like waiting in line somewhere on my own time, you know, if you want to, like, if you want to tell me your, you know, give me your spiel. Sure. You know. And that's but, why I wear AirPods everywhere. So it looks like I'm listening to something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I can't say as I blame you. So anyway, uh, yeah, that one, that one would have really irked me. So. Uh, just because they're interfering with me doing my job. Yeah. All right. Uh, guys, don't forget, uh, Solo is the sponsor of Money Hungry. So uh, if you have not checked them out yet, uh, you can try you can try them risk-free by clicking the link in the description. So we will see you same place, same time next Wednesday. Thank you for just joining a real, us. Oh. Yes, and we just a real quick, we have a couple of guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. And I saw um, Dasher Life Hawaii is here tonight. Oh, he yeah. will be our guest in a couple of weeks. So we're super excited to have him on as well. So Absolutely. So we had actually, real quick, we had uh, put that out there. So we did a story about him, uh, what, two months ago? Something like that, a month and a half ago? It was, two months? It was, it was maybe a month ago. Mm. Okay. And we put it out there to the community, like, hey, if anybody knows how to get in touch with this guy, like, please, you know, send him our way. And then Kim and I go walking into the this conference room in Denver, and he, there he is. So... <laughs> We're looking it was forward like to, it was meant to be <laughs> yeah so we're looking forward to having ronald on the show uh anyway um anything else kim uh no i think that's it we'll All see right. everybody next wednesday thank you for spending some time with us tonight take care everyone bye everyone <laughs>